Welcome to Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 348 and we're in two passages today. In fact, we're in two books today that we'll spend the rest of the year in. We're going to be looking at Job 6 and 7 and then Revelation chapter 1. And as I say, we'll be looking at those two books of the Bible right to the very end of the year. Now, Job chapter 6. Job admits that his words were rash and he explains why. His grief was a burden that his friends did not feel or try to help carry. God was shooting poisoned arrows at Job and his friends were not applying medicine to his painful wounds. One day God will change our burdens into glory, but until then we must bear one another's burdens and relieve one another's wounds. The friends were like desert brooks that dry up when they are most needed. The thirsty travellers hope for refreshment but they are disappointed. Do you disappoint hurting people by being critical and failing to care for them? In chapter 7, Job talks to God about the seeming futility of his life. Why should God keep him alive? What is all this suffering accomplishing? Job is like a weary hired man who gets no wages. His life rushes by like the shuttle on a loom. It's like a breath and a cloud. Job is a target. But what is God aiming at? If I'm a great sinner, says Job, then either pardon me and my sins or take my life. Either way, there'll be some peace. It seems a logical argument, but God's thoughts are not our thoughts, and what seems meaningless to us is reasonable to God, and so we must walk in faith. Hurting people need encouragement, not argument. Ask God to make your words like healing medicine and refreshing water. Start the day praying for wisdom to say the right things at the right times to the right people. We now head into our New Testament reading in Revelation chapter 1. This book is, first of all, the revelation of Jesus Christ, not just the revelation of future events. Before John describes end-time events, he describes the Lord Jesus and reminds you of who he is and what he has done. According to verse 5, he's the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth. He is also the saviour who has made his people a kingdom of priests. Never forget that Jesus shed his blood for you and that his blood cleanses, redeems and overcomes. When John was in the upper room, he leaned on Jesus, but when he saw the glorified Christ, he fell at his feet like a dead man. Like John, we must begin with worship if God's revelations in this book are to have any meaning to us whatsoever. One day there'll be no more death because Jesus has conquered death. When you know him as Saviour and Lord, you need not fear the future because he has the keys to the future in his hands. As we go through the book of Revelation, we're going to see some wonderful imagery and wonderful knowledge about the end times, about when Jesus Christ will show his victory, the victory he already holds in his hands and will share with us for eternity. It's going to be exciting to go through and I would really encourage you to grab yourself a commentary in Revelation, maybe a whole Bible commentary. My suggestion would be Don Carson or even the With the Word by Warren Wearsby. It will help you as you go through Revelation. It can be a bit confusing, but as we turn our minds to prayer. We want to pray that the Lord would indeed give us the future in our hands. So let's pray. Father, we pray that we would seek after you and that we would not fear the future. We would trust in your future and trust in your ways. We pray this in your name. Amen.